What's going on, guys? Welcome to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of the Influence Movement and Eckes Marketing. I am so excited to have this guest on our show today. She is not only a dear friend of mine, but one of my biggest inspirations. She owns a cute, amazing, totally trend-setting and game-changing cafe in San Diego called Holy Matcha. Before we dive into chatting with the most beautiful Geraldine, we will be chatting a little bit about what's going on in kind of the under the influence world. This is something that I've decided to do recently. I feel like it's a really good way to set up the show and also provide some tips and tricks that I have to offer my audience. So one of the things that I actually really wanted to talk about that we talk about in this episode is staying in your own lane. Now, what does that mean? It's really difficult nowadays to be in the social media industry and to be in the influencer industry, in the marketing industry, and always you know, try to find yourself not playing keep up. It really presents a problem for especially someone like me. I feel like I look to so many people for inspiration and I'm constantly kind of looking for the next big thing that I almost kind of get down on myself at times to, and I feel like I'm not good enough or I feel like I'm not doing enough within my own company. And it's such a negative mindset and it really does actually – it builds barriers for me that I that, that shouldn't even be there. So when I say staying in your own lane, what does that mean? It means – actually, someone described it perfectly. I was listening to the Work Party podcast and um, one of the girls that was on there – I'm totally blanking on her name. She said, there's a reason why racehorses race with blinders on. Let that sink in. Like there's a reason why horses literally run their own race and they don't look at anyone next to them. I feel like that's what we have to do. Everyone is in a different position in business, in life, in just everything. And I feel like it's really, really important to stay within your own lane, not to be looking at what other people are doing or to start comparing yourself or your business to other people. Um, And that's, again, a really big turning point and learning point for me is to really acknowledge everything that Eka's marketing has done and the influence movement and to, you know, say, okay, look, this is where bread and butter is. This is where we're going to go. These are our goals and this is how we're going to execute them. And also to not letting the fear of failing stand in that way. So we, again, we have so many kind of people that we love to work with, but we also have people that in a sense are, I don't know, competition or people that we ideally like would love to be like. And it's hard for us to, you know, really sit down and say, okay, look, we have to not look at them in a, in a way that is a negative way or in a way that is going to kind of sabotage our own success. So I feel like as an entrepreneur, and I feel like everyone goes through this, stay in your own lane, do your own damn thing and rock it hard. And with that being said, what are your strengths? I feel like as an, I feel like, again, as an entrepreneur, we have to look to what are we good at? You know, what makes us us? Nowadays, we are in a market that's a little bit saturated or becoming saturated. So what's the best thing to do in something like that? It's to be you. So that is a little tip of the day before we dive into this episode. Um, I'm so excited to talk with Geraldine. She's the greatest. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story because not only do me and her vibe really well, but she is the complete and total definition of a hustler. So without further ado, 
welcome Geraldine to Under the Influence. Under the Influence podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement, and we are about to get under the influence. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Under the Influence podcast. I have here with me a very special friend of mine and also one of my greatest inspirations, Geraldine Radura from Holy Matcha. And I completely butchered her last name, and she actually just pronounced it for me. So I'm going to let her <laughs> pronounce it because it's so beautiful when she does it. Hi, Miss Whitney. Thank you so much for having me. My last name is the story of my life. It's so hard to pronounce. It's actually, it's actually Ritaura. Oh it's God. a major tongue twister. It's so beautiful. Though. It's taken years to pronounce. <laughs> years. You say it though, like it's like it's like the name of something like I don't even know, like so powerful. Like I don't. I just. I'm sorry. I butchered it. And I'm a white girl. And <laughs> <laughs> no, sweetie. There's Mexicans that can't even pronounce that. So you're safe. You're completely safe. <laughs> so okay. I'm so excited to have you on because I. I don't know if you remember this, but like when I first started, like like social media curation, I would literally come into Holy Matcha and just like take photos of the aesthetic and everything around it. And I want to kind of obviously hear your story and how Holy Matcha came to life. But I mean, I feel like I just have always looked to you as this awesome inspiration in San Diego and just the way you've really changed up and made this whole movement of matcha. Like you really have like just brought something new to the table. Yes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, baby. So tell us about it. Tell us how you started and like what the story is. I mean, I can sugarcoat it and make it all emotional. Today is actually my child's one and a half year birthday. So I'm a little bit emotional about that. Yes. But honestly, I love matcha. I respect that culture. And it was so annoying to live in San Diego, an awesome city with awesome shops and not be able to consume matcha. Not going to name drop any businesses, but some businesses did have matcha, but it just, it's not matcha. It's just green powder. So some people might say it's stupid. I, I even say it's stupid too, but I was literally in my backyard and I thought, what if I do a matcha cafe? Zero experience, in the food industry, zero experience, steaming milk, zero experience, business, zero experience everywhere. Like I said, plain stupid, but you know, it's those stupid ideas that you just have to run with sometimes. And I ran with it. And a year and a half later, I opened San Diego's first matcha cafe. And it is my pride, my joy, my baby. I, I love matcha. I love the benefit it offers. And I love the little community it created. So it's, my child and I'm proud of it. I'm like sitting over here grinning ear to ear because I think (laughs) like not only does that like give me chills that you're just like I'm just gonna do it like I that's I feel like your attitude with holy matcha is what makes holy matcha so special because even like going down to like the interior design I mean yeah you just 
made it so groundbreaking with the green and the pink and the beautiful velvet pink couches and benches. Like, I mean, you kind of just did whatever you wanted and I, I love it. So tell me about that. Cause I'm sure you probably got people saying like, Oh, well, you know, like this isn't traditional or this is so different. Oh, absolutely. So let's really back a little bit. Um, so my first business, which wasn't something safe in my opinion it wasn't like I'm doing a little cake shop and I know every I was bringing I didn't invent matcha but I was bringing a product that isn't popular there's so many coffee shops here so I was bringing this little little, the black sheep with its family (laughs) and exposing it and just hoping hoping to hit gold and I didn't know what was going to happen honestly but my honest to god thoughts were this is my business this is my risk it's like your house. You decorate your house. However the fuck you want to decorate it. This is my business. I'm going to decorate however the fuck I want to decorate it. Oh my God. So yes. holy matcha is a reflection of me. Granted, my house isn't all pink, but I had an <laughs> opportunity to play and to express myself. And that's what I did from the pink velvet banquet, which is a little part of my pride and joy to the bar, to having all the plants everywhere. I mean, it is me in a nutshell. It is basically something that I didn't know how to express myself. I certainly didn't express myself like that at home with it, with my home decor. So I found this business and I thought I have to go all out and do it. And granted, I didn't certainly did not know how people were going to react to it because people could be like, this girl is crazy. She's doing all pink. This is ridiculous. Like, honestly. Yeah. So I was crying the night before. I always say this story and I always remember because look where it is now. Look <laughs> all the publications it's been on. So that honestly always humbles me and always blows my mind because I was crying like an ugly Asian baby. <laughs> crying so bad because I was just like, I don't know if people are going to like it. They're going to think I'm a joke. They're going to hate the product. They're not. And it was actually the polar opposite. So it blows my mind how I was my my own worst critic and you know it wasn't it wasn't that bad I not survived at all. it wasn't that bad so I'm I'm so happy I'm like a proud mommy I'm so happy for you I mean I think like I you know I think one of the greatest things like one of again my biggest inspirations is when people just are like I didn't know what I was doing but I knew I had to move in this direction for whatever reason like you were even saying like it's an expression of myself I liked it I didn't care I wanted it to look like this and like this it it came off as such a different thing and it worked and it was beautiful and I love when people just do things because they're like no I'm doing it my way I'm gonna say fuck it to the system and I'm gonna do things the way that I think it needs to be done I I love I could have failed (laughs) (laughs) it could have failed and I think I would have learned but I mean it didn't fail Uh, granted it can still fail today but I don't think I would quit I would take that as a learning experience and mind you before opening there were a lot of people that quit on me my contractor quit on me at the 11th hour or how do you say that thing like he quit on me two months before in in the middle of the project there were a lot of letdowns in the middle of the project that have nothing to do with holy matcha and its branding and anything. But there was a lot of moments before opening that I could have just said, you know, what, this is too much. This is not fair. Everybody's cheating around. But I, I always found a solution because I just had to do it. So I went with that gut instinct that mm-hmm. I have to figure it out. But there was a lot of people that didn't believe in me that they thought the concept was stupid it just wasn't going to work. You don't have any experience. 
in the industry. So there were a lot of people that were like, yeah, we'll help you. And then they said, actually, never mind. This isn't going to work out. So and left me with nothing. So there were a lot of tears in there. And I think that is reflected a lot on the love and the passion I give it because it was so hard to do it. Yeah. But and on top of that, I love it. And if you don't give it your heart and your soul, then don't be in it at all. That kind of dives into like the next question I was going to ask you, which is like, what is the passion behind the drive? But I mean, like you said, <laughs> it, it's being, being <laughs> let down. It's like, I remember I found a contractor. So the whole idea for Holy Matcha came about in August of 2016. I found a contractor in September. We were vibing. He was like, yes, we will do this. It's, it's, it's a good project. In December, he sent me an email saying, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Offered him more money. I was like, money, money sometimes can get you places. Yeah. No, no, this isn't, this isn't going to go anywhere. It's a bad project. I can't waste my time. I was so let down. So I feel that if he, if it's almost like him breaking up with me and mm-hmm. dumping me at the eleventh <laughs> hour, it pushed me even more. So yeah. that's where I had even more passion, where I had to succeed because the less people believed in me, the more I had to prove them all wrong and slap them in their face. Absolutely. That look what happened. I did actually do it. And you're the idiot for not believing in me. Oh my gosh. And like out of all of the places and like, I mean, like I'm, I'm almost positive you guys have been voted like one of the most iconic places in San Diego, right? <laughs> I, I think I, I might think, just be giving you that title. I think some <laughs> Instagrammable places and yeah. all of that. Social media is so strong nowadays, mm-hmm. and before Holy Matcha, I was obsessed with Instagram, but I never thought it would get where it is today. I didn't I didn't design anything to be like, oh, I wanted to win this. No people. I didn't do it because of that. I did it. This is my business. This is my risk. I'm going to do it the way I want it to do. And if yeah. it works out, awesome. And if it doesn't, I still did it my way. I think it's been, it's been dubbed the... One of the prettiest places, Instagrammable yeah. places. All of that is cherry on the top because at the end of the day, if someone asks me, does Holy Matcha represent your passion and your design and your views? Absolutely. And that right there is enough for me. Oh, I love it. And I mean, even getting down to like the things that you do like in-house, like I remember I came in that one day and I want to say it was like National Women's Day. It was women's, it had to do something with like um, women's rights or National Women's Day, but you had everybody. Yes. Right. Tell us about that. I can't remember. I don't want to like say it and like totally butcher. I think it was International Women's Day. That was there, That's in, what it was. I think that was February. Yeah. I think that was in February. Um, no offense to men. I love <laughs> men. I, I mean, I love my father. I have three yeah. brothers. No offense to men, but women are really stepping it up. Men should really be scared. Absolutely. Women have been, I don't want to say oppressed, (laughs) but women, you know, I hate the saying, oh, women don't know how to drive. Women can't, women can do things. And so if there's one day that you can praise a woman, absolutely. If there's one day that you can praise a woman and influence her, keyword is influence, for her to pursue a dream when everybody's giving up on her or this and this, just that one little push, mm-hmm. oh, I'm all about that. So empowering women so that they can, you know, stand right next to a man mm-hmm. and be equal, I'm all about that. So for International Women's Day, I just wanted women to express themselves and what they love about themselves and what they're proud about being a woman. A, a man can be proud of a million things too, but it just so happens that the owner of Holy Matches 
is a woman and <laughs> I'm all about women. So it's like, I love men, but it's like, I'm all about women and 2018 and especially 2019 is the age for women and yeah. to show ourselves and to show what we are made up of and what we can offer. Yes. And I love that you like are just talking about like if you could like influence a woman or you could impact someone in that way, because especially too from kind of business owner to business owner, we've had those experience where people are like, no, you can't do it. It can't be done. You know, no, 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 no. And especially as a woman, you start Someone asked me the other day, they're like, well, do you feel like women are a little bit more easily like impressed upon the men? And I was like, absolutely. You know, we're made differently. We 100% are. So women, now that we are stepping into this new power and we're seeing these women just kick ass in the Mm -hmm. business industry and all these different things, like it is so cool that you tapped into that in Holy Matcha and you're like, I want everyone to write on this little note card on International Women's Day and I'm going to hang it around my matcha shop. And that was like one of the coolest things ever. Cause I feel like that is again, like what you've always been doing, which is pushing this line and pushing those borders and making something so much more special. Well, see that even influences me because I read every single little note on that wall <laughs> and there's women Aww. out there that they have their struggles, but they wrote like their child influences <clears throat> them. Sometimes I can't really relate to some of them, but they still influence me and they keep me going. They, it's just, I think it's awesome. And I think that nowadays there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of jealousy, even among certain women. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think it's all BS. I think that we all need to push ourselves versus attacking ourselves. And if there's a woman that's rising up and being successful and badass, you can too. Versus wasting your time hating on her and seeing all the bad things about her. That time you can utilize that to make yourself better. So if you have time to talk shit on a woman, you obviously are wasting your time and you're too bored. So you need to change that attention Mm -hmm. and that energy and focus on yourself. Amen. Focus on your fucking self versus (laughs) focusing on someone else. I honestly, I can hate on everybody. I can hate on you right now. (laughs) But I am honestly too busy focusing on what the fuck am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do six months from now? Yeah. I it's, it's a waste of time and energy to be hating on someone. You don't know what they have going on. You don't know anything. Who the fuck are you to judge? Dude. So it's like, no, girl, you better go and do something. Yes. Go get your nails done. Go do something better yourself. Oh, this is, I mean, and I'm just, this is why I love you so much. I'm over here like sitting just like. <laughs> better yourself. Because you, you, if you have time to hate on another woman, you have too much time on your hands. Focus that energy on yourself. That is the best gift you can give yourself. Amen. You win nothing. It won't make you richer. It won't make you skinnier. It won't make you anything more intelligent, anything by hating on another woman. You gain nothing from that. Oof. Especially if it's behind a computer or a phone, that's worse. Yeah. You're just creating a terrible habit and it's not good for you. It's not good for you. I'm not even going to say it's not a pretty look. It's not about looks. It's just internally, you need to gravitate that energy towards yourself, make yourself better, do something that makes yourself feel good, do something that makes yourself successful and push on in life. Amen. God, Jeremy. I have a lot of passion behind that because I'm women, like, <laughs> women sometimes can be so awesome and influence me. And there's someone that I just want to rattle up a little bit and shake and be like, stop focusing on someone else and focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to influence is just focus on yourself. Yeah. I mean, and that's going back to kind of, I was letting you know, I did this little intro and 
like I said, I'm going through like a really weird shift in my life, but even like that whole mentality of staying in your own lane, you know, like I love that you said, if there's a woman out there and she's a badass and she's killing it, you can do that too. Absolutely. And like, it's all about literally putting on those, those goggles or that laser focus and just like doing you. And if there's someone out there that makes you feel that jealousy or makes you feel that competitiveness, channel that and go after it. Go do your own thing. Channel that to make yourself better. If I see someone that is in Croatia on a yacht and Mykonos on a yacht over here (laughs) on a yacht, instead of hating on like, oh, that yacht is so ugly. That yacht is so old and this and this. No, baby, that's all coming from you wish you were on that yacht. And so you're picking out the negative things out of it to make yourself feel better. No, you need to channel that energy and be like, what do I need to do better today to make sure that next year I am on a yacht like that? 100%. Or it could be, you know, it doesn't have to be a yacht. It's just whatever you're hating on, whatever you're critiquing, what do you have to do to maybe you be there next year? Because you can too. Absolutely. And not that many, but that takes work. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of work, maybe some tears here and there, a couple of band-aids on the way. <laughs> so you need to be aware that that person that you were critiquing and criticizing, they were handed something. Good things come to those that work their ass off. So that's the little, there's no science to it. There's no secret sauce or formula. It's just work, work, work. It's not an eight to five, nine to six. It's a 24-7 type of work, type of life. And if you're not about that, well, then sweetie, you're never going to be on that yacht. Thank God. Yeah. I'm <laughs> That's like- the sad <laughs> A lot of people ask me like, oh, how is this and this? Sweetie, I work. Mm-hmm. I work. It might not come off like I work. That means I put a good poker face, but I'm always on my phone. There's no such thing as, oh, don't call me past 6 p.m. No, sweetie, you can call me at 1 a.m. and I'll answer if it's about business or if it's about my business. Yeah. I never... I'm never off the clock when it's about my business. I a hundred percent. I I love that you were just saying like how like no like I I work like if there like this is what I have to do in order to get what I want out of my life and in order to get to those places and that feel that fire and I I just love that. So kind of going back into this, you're talking about all these really powerful things that obviously me and you totally align on. <laughs> and talk to me. What? I, but I want to also talk to you a little bit about <laughs> kind of like, what does influence mean to you? You know, I started this podcast called Under the Influence because I wanted to talk with people that were of influence to their own specific communities and audiences and people that were killing the game. And clearly, again, you've always been someone that I thought has been killing it. But I want to hear what your own term of like, what does influence mean to you? I mean, if I could describe what influence means to me in one word, it would be an emotion. If you influence me, and it could be about anything financial, personal, professional, anything, when you influence someone, it's kind of like you sparking a match, turning it on. So you turn on an emotion within me. Now that emotion can be negative and it can turn into jealousy. Jealousy and it's an emotion. So you turn on an emotion within me and it, and it's up to me if I, if I let it be positive or negative. Mm-hmm. So influencing someone, it's you striking an emotion, an emotion within them, turning something on, turning a light bulb on something within them. And if your influence is to drive women to believe in themselves and this and this, you spark that emotion within them. And then 
you'll see it in their face, you'll see it in their actions. So I think influencing someone is very, very important. It's a very strong tool that nowadays a lot of people carry. Yeah. Like this podcast right here, other women listening to it, they'll be able to connect emotionally. So I think that it all starts right there and then it stems off to, you know, wherever they're going, but it's definitely all about emotion. Unless if you're like a cold hearted bitch and (laughs) you have your shit together and it's like, I don't need to listen to these women. But trust me, that is the minority. (laughs) This, this cold hearted bitch started one day. She started with emotion. So it's all about connecting with someone, making them feel that it is possible, the possibility, because influencing someone, it's shining light that something is possible. You can do this too, pushing them. And I love that you said, I mean, I feel like you're like, that is such a really cool way to describe it is the emotion and the the spark and the way that you make someone else feel or the fact that they are able to tap into. Oh, absolutely. I follow a lot of fitness bloggers and I see them doing burpees and stuff like that. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I mean, I actually need to like cancel out a couple of those emotions, but they really just were like, oh my gosh, I, I need to get to the gym. I need to go to Pilates. I need to do this, but I'm aware that I stop myself. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to, I could be where you are, but I don't want to. I'm very comfortable eating my pizza and my <laughs> pasta. I'm very comfortable, but it's, it really is crazy how an influencer or so anything influential sparks an emotion within you and it, mm-hmm. it could start something really, really powerful. And to think that you might be responsible for that, or you were the one that turned on that match. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is. I, it is, it is crazy. And it's crazy too, that like we were like the way you were talking about like social media and how it, or even like the people listening to this podcast, how it can really inspire and really kind of shape someone's life without us really understanding the full power of it. And I think that's too why I love the word influence. I mean, that's why we created the influence Mm -hmm. movement is because influence is, is this power that we've always kind of seen, but now there's actual tangible tools like social media, like doing media, creating media to influence these people. And it's powerful. And it really is changing not only the marketing game, but it's changing business games. It's changing people's lives. It's changing communities. I mean, I always, and I, you know, like, again, talking about Holy Matcha as being one of the most iconic places in San Diego. I mean, look at that. Look at that amount of influence that you tap into just in the San Diego community. I mean, every time we have someone come in that's from out of town, we're like, okay, well, first stop is Holy Matcha. Like, duh. (laughs) But you know what? I mean, so... Moving forward with that, I want to ask you, you know, with all this power and all this influence that's happening in the digital space, where do you see social media going? Oh, dear. Social media is going at like a million miles an hour right now. There's Instagram TV. I know. There's. It's so, it's overwhelming. I see phones getting bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Because social media is getting so strong. So we're going to need a larger screen. I mean, you social media is going to rule the world. I mean, it already pretty much is. Yeah. I honestly don't know where it's going, but it picks my interest and I like it. Yeah. But social media right now rules the world. It honestly, right now it's, for example, Instagram, Mm -hmm. it's a free marketing tool. Yeah. You don't, people pay for marketing. Yeah. People pay for marketing. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying it's, 
I mean, I have PR. Yeah. Some people pay for a PR for, but honestly, Instagram is such a strong tool. Yeah. And it's free. And, it, you know, it, people in Abu Dhabi can hear about you and never, ever, ever be to your, be, be in front of you, be, be at your business. It's just, it's very, very, it's very crazy. I think that sooner or later, the people that are up in the, and the satellites up there, they're going to be able to be on Instagram too. I mean, it's just yeah, reaching other places without having to physically be there or anything. It's just people better make sure that they take good photos and good videos because it's really going to, yeah, it's really going to be out there, but I have no idea where it's going, but I'm just trying to always stay updated with that. Mm-hmm. Learn the hottest trends, the, you know, shortcuts or whatnot, because <laughs> honestly, this sounds really, really bad, especially being associated with holy matcha but i did not know how big social media had an impact on a business until i started seeing holy matcha getting its fire going for sure i was just like oh crap i need to make sure everything is perfect Mm -hmm. so i've kind of like been learning as i roll with the business yeah and just trying to you know stay updated if i have to go to a conference and see like what apps work with instagram good you know just what works with your business always always keep on learning yeah you can never be like oh I already know everything no you always want to make videos you always want to challenge and social media is a wonderful platform that is opening its doors to let you express yourself and let you grow and right now certain apps are free so you might as well (laughs) (laughs) you might as well take advantage of that opportunity right oh my god can you imagine they started charging for instagram i would die i would pay in a heartbeat (laughs) i would pay in a heartbeat that's all that's what i'm that's what i'm about like i'm obsessed i know i was an early onboarder on instagram too i was like back in 2011 when it was like we used to have the og instagram meetups like where you'd like go to the beach and everyone try to take like the coolest instagram photo oh my god and like now it's like it is it's 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 amazing i like that you were talking about how you saw such an impact on holy matcha from from social media correct and i feel like that gives a lot of business owners a little bit of like it comforts them a little bit because i it's hard with social media because you really do have to get strategic in like who you're speaking to and what you're posting about and all those things like you said like continue to challenge that content creation continue to make sure that everything is timely and posted correctly but you do feel like you saw an impact which i think is really cool and it's kind of to where we come in from the marketing standpoint saying look you know you might not be you know getting this direct amount of ROI back every time you post an Instagram photo, but the way that it can affect the masses and the amount of people that see it and drive that awareness and you get that exposure and you really are able to showcase your digital billboard through Instagram. That is something that is very, very timeless because we don't, we've never seen this in business before until social media. Correct. And it's so, it's just such a unique concept. And I feel like people get so confused buy it and then they get discouraged and then they're like what is this really doing for my business so they give up especially if you're old school mentality (laughs) I think that nobody really I mean I certainly I put myself in that boat I didn't see social media being this strong yeah for my business in general I just liked it in general because I like taking photos but my husband he really doesn't care for it so you know it's kind of like hit or miss right but you definitely need to see if 99% of businesses are doing 
this are using this platform mm-hmm. and it's free and it's somewhat working for them or so you think and you try to apply that and it doesn't work it's okay maybe you need to it's you can't do it all sometimes you need to hire someone that does know how to handle it and you just can pass that on to them but it's not always going to be a huge hit and boom like you're going to hit gold and all of a sudden it's perfection and success you have to keep you have to keep going at it followers yeah. likes like everything will follow you have to have a larger goal a more futuristic goal versus just shooting for today or, or shooting for tomorrow 100%. and if there's no content well i mean what do i mean by content if there's no message behind it like what are you about what are you trying to convey because it's not just about pretty pictures There needs to be a deeper message within that. And if you want to make that message a little bit pretty and fluffy with flowers, that's secondary. But if you don't have a message, if you don't want to move someone in a certain way, no amount of pretty pictures and hashtags will really get you somewhere. You have to have message and content behind that. And then you can decorate that a certain way because people will relate to that. Again, it'll spark an emotion within them. And then, you know, it's like a domino effect and everything is going to fall into its own place. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're nailing it. And I feel like it's really refreshing too. Cause I mean, I can sit there and talk, like tell my clients that until they're blue in the face, but as a business owner, you coming and speaking to that truth and saying, look, there has to be a purpose and a message behind this. It can't just be, I call it like throwaway content. Like you're just posting a photo every day, just to post a photo, just Correct. so you're meeting your schedule or you're you know, I'm posting five days a week or whatever, because everyone thinks that's what they're supposed to do. It it really does. It's like, what is that overarching goal? What are you trying to achieve here? What is the message? What are you trying to send? What audiences are you trying to tap into and get them to come over? Well, you have to have your target market. Um, yeah. Business plan 101. <laughs> you have to have your target market. Yeah. But on top of that, you can't forget, why did you start this from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Why are you still doing it? Because sometimes uh, people change. And maybe in the beginning, I loved working with people. And then after working with people for two years, I hate people. I love working with people. You know, your, your reasoning for being in the game can change with time. And that's okay. But yeah. if you're not aware of your emotions and where you are currently, that will reflect on what you're putting out there on social media. People yeah. will be able to tell, oh, the, these people, they... they they don't have any values anymore. They're selling themselves short. The, people will notice it. People yeah. are very, very smart right now. They can tell. You can't fool them. 100%. So you always need to level yourself out and be like, why am I doing this? Why am I? And you can change. Your passion can grow or it could die down. But you always have to be truthful. And people will respect that because you're not a superhero. You're, you're a human. And that's yeah. okay. And if your passion is still there or if you need a little bit more of a boost, it's okay to even express that on a post. Yeah. And people will, will respect you for that and connect with you for that because you can't always be perfect, but you can't always – this is 50-50. I always like to say fake it until you make it. But when it comes to your content about what you're about and then this and this, there's no amount of faking it that will get you, that will get you through the long haul. You have to be honest and you'll connect with more people by being honest than by lying. 100%. I feel like too, we're seeing a really big shift in that. Like people are craving this authenticity. Absolutely. I mean, oh my God, believe in yourself and go, no, bitch. No. (laughs) Like I 
I, but then again, it's like, I don't mean any harm by yeah. it. So I get it. So I'm not going to criticize someone for saying, no, believe in yourself. I'd rather have someone tell me it's going to take a lot of fucking hard work. You're going to fucking cry. This and this. Just mm-hmm. give it to me raw. Yeah. But that's the way I'm built. Yeah. I like, I, I don't like people sugarcoating it because it's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's like someone telling me that they got their six pack because they believed in it. <laughs> no, I think you woke up at 4.30 in the morning and worked up for two hours every single day. Yeah. So I'd rather have someone be real and tell me it was really, really hard. So that automatically will always spark something within me. I'll always love that person. I'll always respect that person because that's reality. Yeah. The times of sugarcoating something and, oh, we can all do it. People, no. I, in my opinion, that's not the future. In my opinion, whom whomever portrays themselves out there as this is the thing it's hard it sucks but hey it's kind of like a diary being exposed yeah wow. to the users mm-hmm. an everyday diary being exposed to the users and the users seeing what it really is that's way more motivation way more influence than someone saying oh everything's perfect and pretty yeah. and I feel like we get caught up in that you know I feel like we see so many people that it's hard. It's like we either see these people out there that are very authentic and showcasing that diary and exposing it. And then you have almost this polar opposite too, where everything is, you know, made pretty with a preset and perfect, you know, and they'll change with time. They'll they'll, they'll see the ratings go down. Yeah. Because you're right. It's like, Oh, this freaking bitch over here, like, is perfect all the time, and it, it it's not only is it boring, but it's also too you you get that you get that feeling of this isn't this is there's something that's not real here. Well, and it's also based on your users or mm-hmm. readers, listeners. Mm-hmm. If your market likes to hear pretty things, then do that. Yeah, like carry on and be successful. Yeah, but from what I've seen with with and with the people I've hung out with, they just prefer much more raw, real, and of course myself. I rather have someone tell me I don't have it all together. I don't know how to do this, and it's like I'm right there with you. <laughs> versus someone saying like, "Oh, everything's perfect." No, because you won't connect with me. Yeah. So it just you just have to figure out what your target market wants. If they react really well to you, to you being raw and exposing your everyday diary, yeah. then I think that. That is beautiful. I'm. I support that. I'll always vote for that personally. Then someone just never showing, you know, exposing their entire diary, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay because nowadays social media is so, so strong that one little thing that you say or do, you're being truthful to yourself, and someone can misconstrue that, and yeah, oh gosh, just make it a huge deal, and then sometimes it can make you go into like a little cocoon and never want to expose yourself because. Right. You know, I did this with the best intentions and someone took it the completely wrong way and it hurts you. Yeah. It hurts you. And it's happened to me and I've been put in a little cocoon, but then I'm like, you know what? Who are you? Are you like the social media police to put me down for exposing myself? You don't expose yourself. I do. So then I have to see it from that perspective where props to me, I'm badass. I'm exposing myself. That's not easy to expose yourself. No. So... I'm just like, no, I'm going to get my little self out of this cocoon and I'm going to continue doing so and just ignore certain people that, you know, just feel so high and mighty to judge. Yeah. And it levels me out 
and it makes me stronger to keep on going because I can take it. So I think that's very, very important. I just love you. I just love everything (laughs) about you. I'm like sitting over. This is one of my favorites because I'm just like, I have, I have no like banter with you because I'm like, yeah, I agree (laughs) (laughs) on everything. So I'm, I, I love, number one, I love you. I love everything that we've talked about so far. And I feel like you've really tapped into some like really powerful subjects. And I love that. And mind you, I'm still learning. <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're the, no, I'm full on exposing it right now. I, the majority of the times I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not going to be like, oh, fake it till you make it. No, I don't know what I'm doing, but I can tell you one thing for sure is I'm not giving up. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to Google away the answer or this and this. I'm trying to figure it out. But no, I'm not perfect. No, I don't have it all figured out. Um, if and when you see me, I have a million things going on in my head, but I'm not going to have a pity party over myself. But I will never I will never give up on myself. And if I believe in something, I will go for it. But I never think that's going to be given to me or that someone will give me the answer. But I just... I just want to throw it out. <laughs> people are like, oh, your Instagram is so perfect. You look so, yes, like I'm happy, but that doesn't mean that my life is perfect or that I have it all figured out. Like yeah, no. I try to break them apart. Like, no, no, no. I'm just like you. Honestly, yeah. I'm just like you. Might be a little bit taller than you, but I'm just <laughs> like you. I'm scared. I cry, but there's a time and a moment where you have to stop being scared. You have to stop crying because it's time to hustle. Yeah, girl. It's time to hustle. You got to hustle. Yeah. a little bit. Wipe your mascara off gotta hustle let's go there's no secret sauce like i said there's no secret sauce there's no formula gotta hustle oh god cry a little bit hustle a little bit more you party hard you work hard you cry a little bit and then you hustle (laughs) and that's it that is it it's worked well i'm learning through the process i'm learning through my mistakes all i know is i'm gonna hustle and i'm not gonna fucking quit on myself and on my dream dude you are you are (laughs) period that's all i can say like that's that's all I can say. You are my favorite human. Like it's 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 done. I I I, I love you. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Okay, so now we're gonna go into some rapid fire fun oh stuff. Dear. Hit me with it. <laughs> Hit okay. me with it. So let's talk about number one, your favorite go-to cocktail. Oh my gosh, I was in Paris. I have so many go-to cocktails, but I was in Paris and I saw I had this cocktail every single day. It's at Cravon. Mm. It's called Barbaresque. Ooh. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> my 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 phone is loaded with photos that I would have it every day. The What's owner is awesome. It is rum, pineapple. I love pineapple. Mm. Nutmeg, cinnamon, and egg, egg white shaken oh. so, so hard. Poured in a little martini glass and uh, it is delicious with a little bit of nutmeg and cinnamon on the top oh it is so good you can drink it like water but then sweetie after two (laughs) don't go on the gram (laughs) to be like okay my phone on the side (laughs) turn it off it is so good and you know what I really don't drink that much alcohol especially hard alcohol Mm -hmm. but you know what sometimes a girl has to live Sometimes, you know, you have to live and granted, a lot of people say, oh, don't take photos with a drink in your hand and this and this. I get it. I'm about being professional as Mm -hmm. well. But at the end of the day, you have to to throw the rule book out the window, step out of the box. Sometimes a girl has to live. Sometimes a girl needs a drink. Some some people just need tea. Some people need juice. And that moment, (laughs) I needed a drink. I wanted to live. I wanted to be human. And 
It was delicious. So if I could, I'm still trying to figure out how to remake that drink here in the States, but it, it's amazing. Oh, that amazing. sounds so good. I, I love it. I know someone like was laughing at me cause they're like, you go to country concerts and drink Coors Light. And it's like, on certain days, I do. <laughs> like, yes, it's fine. Um, Depends okay. on how, because if someone were to ask me that and I take that as you're putting me down for it, ooh, I'd be licking my chest and be like, chill, Geraldine, chill, <laughs> chill. Don't be a Cardi B on Nicki Minaj, like, chill. <laughs> like, shit. assume that this child is being positive with that question. Oh, chill. I, it's cool. <laughs> don't, I don't do a Cardi B reaction, like, what? It's, you know what? I This has always been my thing. It's like, you know what? I love when people try to put you in your corner and stereotype you. And then you just pull something like out of your ass and you're like, yeah, I'm actually this way and I actually love this. And they don't know how to take it. Exactly. And when they don't know how to take it, that means those fools were being negative. Yeah. They're trying to put you down. Oh, yeah. And one thing about me is I don't have time for negativity. So I'm always going to give people the benefit of the doubt and assume you're you're not coming from a negative side mm-hmm. unless it's very, very obvious. I still, in my brain, I try to like stay chill because just because you're being negative, and you're trying to pull me down does not mean that I'm going to join you mm-hmm. because then that means you win. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But I'm going to be aware because you're trying to get a reaction out of me. But it's like, hey, so you're telling me that you do country this and this? Yes, sweetie. <laughs> Oh, like, that was amazing. Less is more. Less is like, yes, yes, sweetie. And then they were going to be like, oh, because they were probably expecting for you to be like, oh, well, you know what? It was my friend's. No. 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 And no. then in the back of my, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be nice because at the end of the day, I am professional. Mm-hmm. I am above the situation, but I'm just not going to hang out with you. I'm going to be oh. much more careful of what conversations I engage with because why do I want to, why do I want to, hang out with someone, an acquaintance, whomever, that's going to be questioning what I do and be, it has nothing to do with you. Why do you care? Again, it goes to the beginning of this podcast. Focus on yourself. Instead of checking me out on Instagram at a country concert, whatever concert, judging me for it, you need to focus on yourself. Make yourself better. You go to your, a concert that you like to go to. 100%. I, and I, I love that. I love, I wish too, I could have like videoed your face when you said, yes, sweetie, because I think that was like, it like chilled my soul. <laughs> that's all I can say. We need, next time we do a podcast, we need a video that's like, that's like the rest, all the rest of the emotions and messages yeah. in my face because I'm not going to be like, well, who do you think you, no, not everything has to be like Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Not yeah, everything yeah. has to be like that. Not everything like has to be did. a fight because it's a waste of time. And it I can't is. waste my time. See, it, it takes a certain professional to know what to do. But mm-hmm. if someone comes at me and it's, and it's like, oh, my God, you 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 do this. Is that true that you do this? Yeah, sweetie. Yeah. And just leave it open. Yeah. And I can bet you whatever you want. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Then they probably didn't have any negative... Mm-hmm. negative intent and you're over here the crazy bitch imagine that everybody's after mm-hmm. you but if they're like oh well good for you that's ah uh, like, oh, <laughs> twisted it twisted that shit on you oh girl okay it makes so, life it makes life not boring it sometimes yeah. I kind of like 
crave that because it makes life not boring. Yeah. You know, it gives me a little bit like kind of like when someone slaps you on the face, kind of like ready for a boxing match. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a woman needs that. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to hear your favorite awful reality TV show or your oh, guilty Jesus pleasure. <laughs> I don't think it's awful though. Oh, okay. What is it? Well, that, it, I don't, I say awful because sometimes I feel like it, it's like, some, some of it's garbage. It's my meditation. Oh my it's not god! Garbage. I don't meditate on garbage. Here <laughs> <laughs> you go yes. with the judgment. No, 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 no. Um, I'm trying not to laugh during this. I have so many. <laughs> okay, tell me. If my husband were sitting here, he would like this one and this one and this one and this one and this one's so stupid. And this one, this one. And this. Yeah, but it's okay. So it's, like the one that like is like the most like, reality TV of reality TV show. I mean, I can't name this one because why? <laughs> I like Jersey Shore. Yes. <laughs> I remember doesn't? being in college every Thursday. I'd go to my friend's house, watch Jersey Shore. Like, oh my god, they're doing. After it um, finishes, we'd go down to PB. It was a Thursday ritual. Wait, that is the be- okay. So this you guys was my college year. We watched it, and then you went no to PB. Record. There's no such thing. We could not. It was kind of like the pre-party. Yeah, like the we pre-party. watched Jersey Shore. <laughs> we were like, oh my god, this. Okay, let's go. Get it. Then we then we drive to PB. Um, I thought it was a little bit boring when uh, when when they were in Miami, mm-hmm. but right now that they're in Vegas, there's a little bit of more. Yeah, I feel like the <laughs> opening. To, I, I like watching it because it yeah. connects to my college years. So it's my husband doesn't understand it. He thinks it's a huge waste of time. I, I it's entertaining. I don't know how to explain it. It's so entertaining. It, I forget about everything for an hour. It's awesome. I get a good laugh out of it. Um, I get good sayings out of the situation. That's awesome. <laughs> Prepare for the storm. I am the storm. Like, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm um, like I mean, I love the housewives. I'm obsessed with the housewives. Yeah. Obsessed with the housewives. I love Vanderpump rules. I'm obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. But that one's mine. Honestly, oh. you can't beat Jersey Shore. I, That's you know the what? godfather. That's like 2009, 2010. Okay. And for those of you that, like, don't know what PB is, PB is Pacific Beach in San Diego. And it's, like well known for being like the bar town of San Diego <laughs> but like it's on the ocean there's this one place where you get like these giant Red Bull slushies called Shore Club like it is like your college years if you ever need to go relive them and the fact that you watched Jersey Shore and then went to Phoebe after is probably my favorite thing about you <laughs> <laughs> I mean awesome. it was awesome I look I mean I look back and it was awesome. I, I missed Jersey Shore from back in the day. Dude, I know. <laughs> Snooky, it's like, I would never do that, the things that they do, but it was so entertaining. It was part of the best years of my life. It was awesome. That's you know, so it, cool. It's awesome. You gotta love, man. Don't yeah. take yourself too serious. Don't judge yourself on garbage or this and this. Oh, it's life. <laughs> it's life. Some people, some people do worse things in life to meditate. I'm like, let me watch my show dude right Just one hour it's you know what like you said you gotta live I love that like you you keep like demonstrating these like patterns of balance where you're like hustle hard but then like make sure you're like having fun and you're playing hard well, and you're don't enjoying baby yourself. yourself don't yeah. baby yourself either don't be like oh I deserve I deserve to do that every single person's here I don't baby myself <clears throat> but 
if Jersey Shore is on, I'm watching it. That's not baby myself. I think I'd baby myself. I'd be like, I need to go get a facial. and I've earned it. I deserved it. That I consider that babying myself mm-hmm. where it's like, if I get a facial or not, does that impact my business? Absolutely not. Yeah. But if I have time and I finish my meetings early, work is taking care of it, then absolutely. Yeah. But I don't, I don't make myself number mm-hmm. one. My business is number one and therefore I'm well balanced, but Jersey Shore is on and I have time to watch it. I'm so there. My phone is on silent and I watch it. I I just love that. I love all of that. So, okay, I got to ask you now because you kind of tapped into a little bit, but what is, do you have like a, a go-to like self-love or wellness practice that you like to do routinely? I always, always, <clears throat> always drink a cup of ceremonial before going to bed. Oh, it's something yeah. I've been doing even before holy matcha existed. It's, it's, it's like my heroine. <laughs> Tell us why though, because you've told me this before and I love the way that you describe oh the gosh, effects just, of matcha. Just make, I mean, granted matcha can give you energy, but it's, so I've had a long, long stressful day at work. I have one hour till I go to bed and I just make my warm ceremonial and I sit all by myself, quiet. I don't like candles. I don't have to be fancy. I just have my warm chuan in my hand and I drink my ceremonial slowly. I swear it's like when you fill your, your tank up with gas for the next day. That's what it, that's what it does to me. I, I couldn't own, I mean, I could own a matcha cafe and not really be a huge fan of matcha, but I love matcha. I honestly love it. And it just, it calms me down. And it just calms me down. The taste, like I can still drink a cup of matcha right now and drink and be like, oh my God, this tastes so good. I'm obsessed with the aroma. I just love it. And it's something that I just got so used to consuming one hour before I go into bed. There's not much science to it. I I just love it. I try to meditate every morning when I wake up, but I'm too controlled by my phone. It's something I need to manage. It's something I need to manage. But honestly, I have more control over myself in the evenings than in the mornings. In the mornings, I know I have like 89 emails I need to go through. But in the evenings, I put my phone on the side, don't take a look at it and concentrate more on myself. So I'm trying to be much more aware of, okay, I have more control in the evenings. How do I need to grow now? I need to have more control in the mornings. Yeah. So I think it's all about being have, having self-awareness and trying to see like, where do you need to improve? Where do you have control and where do you need to improve? Absolutely. Well, and I, I love that too, that you're like, you, you're, I like that you're talking about how you're aware of like the areas you need to grow, but you're like, right now, this is my matcha, my ceremonial before bed. And like having that time is like my time. And like, if I get to that point in the mornings where I can be a little bit more controlled, cool. But right now this is like what I'm doing. Well, also in the evenings, I plan out my, my yeah. next day. Yeah. So I wake up and I'm ready to go because I already planned it out. Yeah. I, I I'm ready. I'm ready to go. If, if I ever have time to, to prepare, fill up my tank of gas in the evenings and in the mornings, then awesome. But in the evenings, when I go to bed, I'm ready to go. I, I just need to wake up. Yeah, I need the seven hours to go by faster so I can wake up and kill it again. <laughs> like I'm ready to go. I don't need that much. I'm ready to go. So maybe that's what's going on. But you can never have maybe you can never have too much a little bit self love and self awareness. So I'm trying to incorporate that a little bit. But honestly, I go to bed. 
And in the mornings I wake up like looking forward to like, oh, I hope this person emailed me back because I have the like I, I look I wake up looking forward towards the day. Yeah. So well, I'm I'm ready to go. I I don't want to shut it down. I'm like, let's do it. I just, I love it. <laughs> so okay, as we kind of wrap up, is there anything new on the horizon for Holy Matcha or just for you? Is there anything going on? Any updates? I knew this was coming. I, you knew. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I was like, ask me four questions. <laughs> well, I'm married. You just that got was married. The thing I was looking yes. forward to. That was the question of the year. I'm married now. Oh. I I need to learn how to be a wife. <laughs> I need to make my husband dinner shock him a little bit um oh that's amazing I'm from a personal perspective just enjoy being married yeah. I'm so used to I'm enjoy being married I'm so used to having a boyfriend and nothing really has changed we're still the same just enjoy being married you know just call my husband in front of a crowd and embarrass him <laughs> or do, you know just just enjoy being married. I'm so happy yeah. to be married. A uh, professional side. Um well my child. My child is a year and a half old today. So uh, it's insane. All I can say is the future will be will be full of matcha. The future is very full of matcha. Oh, I feel the like future you is going to have a lot of holy matcha. I can't really explain how. I know. But and it'll be full of holy matcha in many different ways and more than one. And I'm so excited to share soon with everybody. Oh, well, we <laughs> will be talking about it. Holy matcha is coming. It's it's going underneath the radar. It's kind of like when that shark, you think there's nothing and that shark is going to come <laughs> slowly and then bite you and kill you. <laughs> yeah, we're, that was the we're underneath analogy. the radar. We're going underneath the radar. You haven't you haven't caught us, but I'm I'm very excited for what the future has to bring. And so yeah, keep an eye out for holy matcha. Oh, Geraldine. Well, <laughs> dude, I'm so happy that you came on here. I this was so much fun. I was trying really hard not to laugh throughout like the whole thing, but my I was trying not to be a dork. I always claim I'm <laughs> such a dork, but it's like be professional. No, don't, don't talk too much about Jersey Shore. No, it was <laughs> perfect. My editor's gonna kill me because there's so much laughing, but I love it. It was awesome. It was such an honor to to be here for influence for the influence movement, Eckes Marketing, Whitney Eckes. I mean, you are badass. You're an, like oh I've told God. you before. You are an influence to me, and Besides a friend, I respect you 100% outside of the friendship and the workplace. You're killing it. So you inspire me so much. And I'm just so honored to be considered to be part of this podcast, your friend. Oh, so you. it is, it's awesome. And you're going places. So oh, I'm man. excited. Well, wait, I could just kick my day off the right way. But oh, you're you. badass. <laughs> no, you know, you're badass. I get it. We have to be humble a little bit. See, I respect that too. But no, girl, you're badass. And you can be like, thank you. Because you. you work for it. Thank you so much. You Shelby. work for it. I dude, hustle and play, right? Absolutely. So yeah. you work for it. So credit is given where credit is due. There's no ass kissing with me. <laughs> it's just truth. Well, thank you again for coming on and thanks for going under the influence with us. Absolutely. Thank you.